0: What would you do today if you had more courage to do it? What dreams would you follow? What things would you take on? What would you face up to if you had more courage? Have a look in, with me in Hebrews chapter 12, and I want to just share a couple of three verses in here. It says, Therefore, since we also are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that easily ensnares us, and let us run with great courage and bravery And endurance, the race that is set before us, looking for Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him, courageously faced and endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of God. Consider Him who endured such hostility from sinners against Himself, lest you be weary and become discouraged in your souls. Three times in those verses, it talks about courage and endurance, courage to bravely and steadfastly fa- stand in the face of opposition, difficulties, pressures, setbacks and struggles, and yet persevere and go on. I don't know anyone who just succeeds in life without points of time demonstrating courage. Some of you, I've watched you as you have faced uh, horrendous setbacks grave difficulties, things that would cause people to quit and give up and lose hope. And yet, you've stood bravely and courageously and got up again. People here I know have been through business failure, and yet bravely stood up and grew and became successful again. The Bible tells very clearly in that, let us run our race, and it'll require courage to do it. When we were in Pakistan, the enemy is very obvious. You've got people around, and they carry guns, and you know that somewhere there's someone lurking there. it has got a bomb or a gun, and you know what they're intent on. So in some respects, it's a bit more out in the open, although it's often unexpected. In the West, the challenges we face are far more subtle. It's a slow, steady erosion of your courage to do anything great or meaningful with your life. And God challenges us in that verse to fix our eyes on Jesus Christ. To look at him, don't look at the others around you. don't be a crowd follower. It takes courage to stand out and fulfill what God put in your heart. It takes great courage to stand up and pursue the course God called you to when everyone else is saying that's a crazy thing to be doing with your life. In these countries like Pakistan, it takes great courage for those people to stand up because they know that when they go home, if they tell people they become a Christian. The neighbours are likely to break into their home, beat them up There's been many, many cases where they've literally raided the homes, cast them out on the street, tore off all their clothes, and burnt their house Many of the people that we met there had gone through grave and terrible circumstances But the thing we noticed was no sign of fear or dismay, but great courage in the face of adversity How important it is for you and I to run our race with great courage takes courage to stand when it's easier to fall takes courage to follow your dream when everyone else is playing it safe takes courage to get up again when you've fallen over and you wonder how you're going to get back up on your feet again takes courage to be a great parent takes courage to be a good husband or wife takes courage to be a great christian and make your life count you've got to draw from a resource inside you that enables you to stand up in the face of adversity, takes courage to say no to drugs, takes courage to say no to alcohol, takes courage to stand up and do what's right before God. All of these things take courage, and God is looking for believers with more courage. I wonder what you would be doing that you're not doing now if you had more courage. You know, I I saw a definition and I said, Courage is the quiet voice of the end of your day, it says, Tomorrow I'll get up and try again Tomorrow I'll get up and try again I've had many days when I've been defeated or failed or had a tremendous setbacks But at the end it's not the day that you have the setback that counts It's when tomorrow comes when you get up and say I'm not going to quit, I'll go again That's courage And there's many of you here, I know your testimonies Of courage, some of you stood against opposition in your families Some of you have stood up for what's right That takes courage Most of the acts of courage for us are never seen by anyone They're just seen by God I wonder what act of courage that you need to take in this coming day and week What is it you need to stand up to and face? I want to share with you just quickly several ways that courage is lost And then I want to share with you how courage can be developed or grown in your life I see Paul as an example of someone with great courage Let me read a verse for you In Acts chapter 20 verse 22 And this is what he said He'd been to every town he'd been to The prophets came out and they said Paul, when you go to Rome, it's trouble They're going to throw you in jail They're going to beat you up It's great trouble And this is how he responded This is what courage says In the face of everyone saying Oh, you shouldn't do it, you shouldn't go Or there's too much trouble Or it'll cost you or something like that This is what he said See, now I go bound in my spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except the Holy Ghost testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations lie ahead for me. So very clearly, every city he went to, the Holy Spirit spoke the same thing, that there would be difficulty and pressures, adversity, and he would end up imprisoned. And this is what he said. This is what I love. This is the voice of courage. None of these things move me If you had prophetic words from people, they listen, don't follow that course of action, you know, this is what's going to happen to you, this is what's going to happen to you Most people would struggle to follow what God had put in their heart If Paul had backed down, and never gone ahead bravely, we would not have most of the New Testament You see, while the Holy Ghost was telling him that tribulation and pressures lay ahead He had a dream in his heart of carrying the gospel to the heart of the empire, to the core of Rome, and because he persevered, notice what he said, none of these things move me, neither do I count my life dear to myself, so I may finish my race with joy and the ministry I receive from the Lord to testify testify of the grace and and the goodness of God. So basically he was motivated by a passion of God-given vision and direction. His life would count in carrying the gospel forward So no matter what came against him He said, I'm not moved by any of these things They don't affect me I don't think about them I don't become apprehensive about them Because already, he said, I have laid my life down For the one who laid his life down for me I don't count my life dear to me Most of us, that's not true We try and save ourselves as much as we can But this is the spirit of the New Testament Because Paul did this We've got all the Gospel messages We've got the epistles that uh, he wrote And the tremendous letters he wrote Let me give you several ways that courage is lost I won't look up all the verses But I began to think What are some of the things that ebb out your courage? Remember, courage is the will to stand in the face of adversity Courage is the will to do what is right Courage is the will and determination to stand up on the inside when everything is against you And keep going in what God has given you to do. Now, let me just share with you several quick ways, several ways that courage is lost. Because your courage can be ebbed out of your life without you realizing it. And then gradually, bit by bit, you lose your courage. Over the year, I've seen people who started well but didn't finish well. And most of them, at some point, lost the capacity inside them to continue on when it got hard. Let me give you a few things. Number one, uh, negative pessimistic talk. In Deuteronomy 1 verse 28 it says that the people were so negative in their talk that it says it caused everyone to lose courage. So you had a nation of two million people all ready to receive the promises of God, and ten people came back speaking negatively, pessimistically, with a heart of unbelief. Negative pessimistic talk will steal your courage and resolve to go forward. You can't afford to listen to it, you've got to shut it down. Secondly, self-pity. Self-pity will erode your courage. Uh, Jesus is facing in Matthew chapter 16, going to face the cross. He knows he's had three and a half years of ministry. He knows that within a few days, he's going to be in Jerusalem and he's going to give his life up. And as he shares that he's going to lay his life down and then rise from the dead, Peter calls him aside and says, hey, feel sorry for yourself or pity yourself or spare yourself. This shouldn't happen. Don't let this happen to you. And Jesus rebuked him because he knew that if he listened to that kind of talk, feeling sorry for yourself, being pitiful for yourself, he would lose his resolve to lay his life down on the cross. So he shut him down. He said, get behind me, Satan. In other words, that demonic thought thats resisted, that thought you've got that's that's trying to call me away from the call of God is a demonic thing. He's rebuked it completely. A third thing that causes you to lose your hope is if you look around you at the natural circumstances and don't focus on the promises of God. Looking at the natural circumstances will fill your heart with fear. Sometimes there's more bills than money to pay. Your heart becomes filled with fear. In 1 Samuel 17 and verse 24, they looked at Goliath and the Bible says they were filled with fear and their courage failed them and they ran away. When you look at the problems of life and dwell on them, meditate on them, fix your mind on them, your courage will ebb out. You have to learn how to stand in the promises of God. Another way that your, your courage can be ebbed out is when you have people around you who are accusing and fault-finding. Fault-finding people will ebb your courage out. They just slowly erode. You've noticed some people are incredibly negative, and they find fault in everything. When that happens, it'll eat your courage out. You can't afford to allow yourself to be surrounded by people or influenced by people who speak that way. Another way uh, that you can have your courage ebbed out is by spiritual attack. 1 Kings 19 verse, the first three verses, Elijah had just done a tremendous work of bringing God, the glory of God, a tremendous move of God into the nation, but he came under witchcraft attack, the power of demonic pressure, and he lost his courage and ran. When he fixed his eyes on the natural circumstances and was overwhelmed by the spiritual pressure behind them, he lost his courage. Now get this, when you lose your courage and run, you don't know how many people behind you who are looking to you will be affected. You just don't know. You think when you're in the face of battle and pressure that you're on your own, and sometimes you are on the own, but the Bible says, you know, Paul said this, he said, well, when I first stood up, everyone fled away from me, but the Lord stood by me. You're never alone when you've got God with you. You're never alone, and you don't know how many people are watching what you do in adversity, and they draw strength from the fact you never quit, and you never gave up. Your courage." will inspire others, but if you give up under the pressure, maybe all of your family follows you. I've seen over the years many people, in the face of offences, in the face of difficulties and pressures, quit and gave up, but what they never saw immediately was the effect on their family of their lack of courage in the face of pressure. Everyone needs courage. You need courage. I need courage. Here's another one, compromise in small areas of your life. Especially moral compromise, interesting that Ian was talking in my baby about the move of God, bringing holiness to a young generation That's because moral, uh, moral lack or moral failure in our life erodes courage The courage to stand in the difficult times God wants us to have a pure heart so that our lives can be filled with courage and strength to stand And The last one is grief over setbacks When you get setbacks in your life, all of us have them, and I'll talk about this one in a moment, but in 1 Samuel chapter 30 verse 6, can you imagine this? David has been anointed king, David has fought great battles, David has defeated Goliath, he's been a national hero, now he's been outlawed, driven out of his nation, he's in a foreign nation, his city has been overtaken and destroyed, all his possessions he'd accumulated have been taken and destroyed, his wives and children have been taken and prisoner. His uh, friends are all hostile to him. All the people around him that supported him were with them and stood with him over a long period of time. All of them now are talking of killing him. That is a point where courage is needed. When there's nothing going for you, everything is against you, you need courage to stand and set your face strong before God. Everyone has moments like that when it all looks bad. Everyone. I don't think anyone in life is spared moments when pressure and difficulty come that seem to be overwhelming, and at times like that, if you let grief overwhelm you, you can lose your courage. Here's the thing. David's men, because of grief, lost their courage to stay committed and were about to kill the only person who could have gotten them out of the trouble. Think about that. When you face setbacks and difficulties, the grief and pain of it can cause you to react against God or against the very people that want to help you and could help you get out of that mess So these are the things that cause courage to go So how can you develop courage? How can you get courage? Well there's three aspects to it First there's the part God plays Then there's the part we must play And then there's the part that good friends play Good friends I believe it's important you have godly friendships Godly friendships can help you immensely when you're in the midst of difficulty and you have pressures and it seems like everything's against you. 1 Samuel 23, verse 16 Jonathan, Saul's son, arose, went to David in the woods, listen to this, and strengthened his hand in God. David was a fugitive, he was running away from Saul, his life was in danger, and of course, uh, he'd have to, had to leave his wife behind. His wife was given later on to someone else to be married to. He was in a tremendous emotional distress Now listen, this is what a good friend does A good friend stands by you and strengthens your hand in God Now a lot of people will talk about the problems, but I know very few that when you're going through trouble, can bring a word from God A word of encouragement to stay true to the call of God A word of encouragement to hold fast to God To trust the living God Who is actually the source of courage and the one who can get you through it Have you built friendships like that? What are your friends like when you're going through trouble? Do they just feel sorry for you? Do they move away from you? Or do you have someone that you've built a relationship with That when you're in trouble, you know that they'll say, I believe in you You can do it Don't quit Don't quit God is with you I've got a word from God for you, and this is what Jonathan did He bought a word from God for him when he was in trouble There's nothing like a word from God from a friend to encourage you in a difficult time So one of the ways that you can develop courage in your life is to have friends that will speak into you, know you well enough that when they see you down they can speak into you and encourage you and lift you up Another way that you can develop courage and this is the part that God plays. Uh, There's an interesting part that God plays. There's two parts in what he does. Number one, he sets up circumstances that give us opportunity to grow courage. In uh, Romans, uh, sorry, where is it? Romans chapter five, it says, (laughs) it says, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, not only that, we glory in tribulations. I don't like that verse. Knowing that tribulation produces Courage, and courage, character, and character, hope. That's what he said. He says, because we know that God uses pressure to shape us, we can rejoice in difficulties. Now, you notice, he's not saying that he likes the difficulties. He's saying that God knows how to set things up for you so you can grow. And he says very clearly how courage develops in your life. It develops when you experience pressures, and difficulties. That is when courage forms in your life. It's not the absence of fear, like we saw up there on the clip. It's being able to do something right and overcome the fear that you have. Think about it. So God sets up situations. That situation you're complaining about could be the very thing that God is using to build courage and character into your life. So one of the things God does is He sets up circumstances. He allows us to experience pressures because He knows that's how characters form. Second thing He does is He will draw near to you and provide strength or grace to go through it. That's why the Bible says, Hebrews 4.15, let us come boldly to a throne, a great place of empowerment, the grace of God. So if you've blown it and failed, weakened and gave up, nevertheless, there is forgiveness Mercy and grace to help in the time of need. God promises. So he says, come boldly to that throne of grace. There's a part of you and I that needs to learn. If you're facing adversity, well, I tell you what, it'll just make, it'll show up what kind of person you are. Whether you wimp out, complain, moan, groan, and fall over, or whether something on you says, I'll step up on this and become a bigger person. I mean through many many adversities, I've learned this over all of these years I have no power over what happens, but I can definitely choose how I respond to it You can definitely choose how you respond to it How you respond to bad treatment by people Well here's it, you're going to respond one of two ways One, you'll be defiled by it and repay them with evil Or you'll decide that I will forgive them and bless them and pray for them and I'll stand up and be a bigger person. I have come through many circumstances in life by choosing to be bigger than it. Did it hurt to do that? Of course it did. Was it difficult? Of course it was, but you can come to a throne of grace and find grace, the empowerment of God to help you do what you need to do to win in that situation, and every time you do that, you grow in courage and character. And God's desire is for us to have character I don't know what you're facing right now and I'm sure there's many people facing many different things What would you do if you had more courage? How would you handle that situation? Could you forgive and bless and release them and show kindness to them? That would take courage Can you stand up and keep going on in the face of setbacks? That would take courage Can you get your dream on a piece of paper and start to pursue it? That would take courage and when everyone is talking about how bad it is and all the circumstances, you say, Well, I see the good that God is doing, and I'm going to stand up and pursue him. So there's a part God plays. He sets circumstances up for us and he empowers you in the middle. But there's a bit you must play. Let me just finish with this. There's a part you play. We found it in uh, 1 Samuel uh, chapter 30 and verse 6. And the David's city has been overtaken. The the, the friends he had had were all talking about stoning him and This is what he said, this is what the Bible says verse, I just love this verse So everyone wept and they complained and they groaned and they moaned about being in this foreign land and having lost everything And it says, but David and This is what stands him out as a great leader But David strengthened himself in the Lord He found courage in God to stand up and overcome the setback, and ended up, if you follow through what happened after he showed courage, he was able to turn by his courage everyone into a positive action He was able to pursue, and he not only recovered what he'd lost, he recovered far more, not only did he recover far more, he was able to bless all the people that helped him and reward them, and then almost immediately after that, he comes through into a breakthrough of recognition in his kingship in the nation You don't know what breakthrough lies ahead for you that will require courage now to face that difficult situation So David strengthened himself in the Lord What could you do to strengthen yourself in the Lord? I think you have to be honest first of all I think you've got to go to Him and be very real about your pain and your struggle i found that God works best with us if we're very genuine and authentic I've gone before Him and uh, sometimes I've gone and prayed and I've stood up and prayed very, very strongly indeed, and prayed and confessed the words of God and, and strengthened my spirit and stood strong because you know things were going much better. And there's other times I've gone, I've just been on my knees and wept with powerlessness and fear about the future. I think God likes us to be honest. Because when we're honest and we, we get broken and troubled through circumstances. By being honest with the pain and the difficulty, we then position ourselves for God to help us. God will give grace to the humble. I don't think you stay in the place of weeping, but it's appropriate to weep, grieve, and face the emotions of setbacks and difficulties. Then you need to strengthen yourself in the Lord. First part to deal with the emotional side. Then acknowledge and resolve the pain. Talk to the Lord about it. Just bring it before Him and open your heart to listen to Him. I think meditating in the Word of God. Meditating and waiting on God is crucial to developing courage in adversity. In many situations where my life would have been overwhelmed by the difficulties, God has spoken to me after I spent time on my face before Him and gave me a word that took me through the difficulties. And I just held that word and courage came. Not I didn't feel courage, I didn't feel it at all. Didn't even feel good, I felt afraid. But nevertheless, Holding the Word of God in my heart, I was able to continue to go forward You can do that too, you just have to learn that's what you do Sometimes you have an impression when you come to church and you hear people Speak and they share testimonies, you often, the bit that's overlooked Is the personal pain and struggle that that person went through You hear of the great victory and uh, you hear the great testimony But you don't hear that underneath it we're all the same Underneath it We all have fears, and we all have pains, and griefs, and difficulties It just takes courage to face them, and to work it out with God, and meditate in His Word Hold on to His Word, confess His Word, and then begin to act on what God tells you to do, and do what's right Many times I've been in situations I was actually sick with fear Nevertheless, I just went there anyway, and I found that God gave courage to face that situation, and come out the other side So when you look the, you see in the Bible, we see apparently great acts of heroism and courage, and we wish we could be like that, but they were just men like us Elijah was a man just like us He was a man of faith though, and so even though he failed at one point with his courage, he strengthened himself again in God, and got back up, and went back into the place he ought to go So strengthen yourself in the Lord How do you do it? I think you have to acknowledge the reality Acknowledge the pain and the difficulties And resolve them before the Lord Meditate in the word of God Meditate in his promises Remember how God's helped you before All of this restores your courage Stay away from any negative person That will erode your courage Take some time to rest in the presence of God, that will strengthen your courage. Take some time to, uh, uh, to think and ask the Lord for wisdom how to face the situation, what practical steps should I take, and then stand up and do it. How important it is to have good friends. I have some very good friends who will tell the truth, very good friends who stood with me in great difficulties. I appreciate and value them very, very much. I appreciate my wife standing with me in great difficulties. Just having her stand with me and believe in me has brought courage into my heart. So God sets it up and will provide the courage for you. You've got to position yourself before God to receive it, and it's really helpful if you've built friends that can stand with you and strengthen you. That's why we need relationships. That's why you can't be a Lone Ranger Christian. We all need friends to stand with us and say, when our courage is failing, I believe in you. I'm for you. I know you can do it. Everyone needs that, and there's someone you could do that too, and put courage back in them This week you're going to meet people who are facing terrible situations, and their courage is failing them You could be the friend that put hope into their lives Let we just close our eyes right now? Father, we just thank You We thank You Lord, You're a great and a wonderful God Thank You Lord, You put courage and strength into our hearts Just keep our eyes closed, I can feel the presence of God here right now You know, one of the things when I got called into ministry, God gave me a scripture out of Joshua 1 verse 9, where Joshua was facing an overwhelming challenge, and I was facing an overwhelming challenge, and God, quickened this verse, don't be afraid, don't be dismayed Well, I felt that plenty of times He said, but be strong and of good courage For I, the Lord, your God, am with you And over 30 plus years, God at certain times has just had someone bring that verse to me at just the right time. and When they brought that verse to me, it was like God Himself speaking, I'm with you, I'm with you. You be strong, and have good courage. Face the situation bravely, I'm with you. If you'll just face it bravely, I'll help you come through out the other